this is what I want to do, kind of have some time off and then come back to my job in four months. Hello guys, welcome to the More Than Backpacking podcast. Today's episode, I'm back in Colombia after Christmas and it's with a young girl called Charlotte who I met in the first week back in Colombia and we had a great conversation. She's a business enthusiast like myself. She's passionate about traveling and social enterprises and she's over here researching social enterprises to try and help local people at the moment, which is great. We managed to speak about uh, businesses back in London and here in Colombia and Latin America and around the world. We spoke about Indian period poverty, which was interesting bringing that up as a male when you first meet somebody. And we also managed to share some contacts with each other, which hopefully can provide value for each other and for others in the long term as well. So it's a great episode. I'm grateful for Charlotte for introducing herself to me whilst I was sitting having a coffee in the hostel. And uh, I hope you have some value from this episode. It's got some great content and hopefully you can learn something. Enjoy. It's only this, like. Okay. Um, I'll be louder than you. Yeah, basically I work in London for Westminster local government in the business team. So helping people sell businesses and working in the, like enterprise spaces. And I just really like the idea of social enterprises and how they can benefit society and kind of have the best of both worlds of business and charity. Um, so I know it's an area I want to go into and I perhaps want to set up my own business that's a social enterprise. So How old are you? I'm 26. The, uh, wait, so you work, do you want to get social enterprises to base themselves in Westminster? Or, um, or just businesses in general, like in your work? Businesses in general but I like the businesses that have a social impact. So if we can bring in more social impact businesses into Westminster, it can benefit some of the communities there. But is that just like a personal thing that you want to develop in the future? But like for now, like Westminster don't tell you social enterprises, do they? Um, we help all sorts of businesses. So I'm just going to try and focus within my work on social businesses. Um, and one of the key things is bringing in more social businesses. So Westminster want to do that as well. Yeah. But in general, I just, I'm just find the like, sector fascinating yeah, yeah, and know yeah. that even if I don't stay with Westminster, I want to go and do this stuff in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I love traveling and I want to travel and I get itchy feet and can't stay in one place for too long. So I thought I'd come to South America, but as well as traveling, I'd try and find out more about what's happening over here with social enterprises, see if any of the things that they're doing over here can help in other parts of the world, whether that's Westminster or wherever else they end up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I only got here a few days ago, but I'm trying to connect with some of the businesses that are operating over here, hopefully go and interview them, and talk to them about how they started, things that work, things that don't work, and then take some learnings back and hopefully use it in the future. So you get paid for your time off? No, I'm just said uh, this is what I want to do, kind of have some time off and then come back to my job in four months. And I said, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just saved up. I've got four months and then I'll be going back. But I only arrived three days ago. Bienvenidos. Habla español? No. Uh, I'm trying to learn, but it's pretty difficult. I, I never was good at school, uh, languages at school, so. Um, it's an opportunity to learn. Definitely. definitely. What, uh, 
so did you tell work that you want to do this research and they think that it could be beneficial for them like in the long term sort of, or did, like, with all due respect do they not need you necessarily for these four months and um, like, were they just would they do without you or are they like scrapping to get someone in to replace you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I was kind of on a fixed term contract that should have run out but they wanted me to stay. So I just, when, it, when I'd finished all the projects I was working on, I said, I want to come back but I'm going to have a break first. Yeah, yeah. And they wanted to do it so that they can retain staff and keep the staff like where they are um, but also they could kind of see that it would be a benefit to them as well yeah, yeah, yeah. like having people that are interested in what they're doing and bringing back learning from other places like is young people as well being life and new yeah. duty, isn't it well, uh, Westminster I actually I met someone who he was like a student and he was setting up a business in Westminster okay. like buying old bikes and doing them up oh that's cool I've heard I've heard of um, a business that does that, but I think there's a few around. Like, yeah, it's not exactly that like genius thing, yeah. but the thing that like he was saying that Westminster Council mm. were like really helping him, I think funding a little bit and maybe like just giving him a garage, which was really good for like a bike. Yeah. Because cause he was from there, so they wanted to like yeah. self-invent, is that the word? I don't know. Like, yeah, to, they want to support like local, local yeah. residents, definitely. I think a lot of people forget because Westminster's home to like the big tourist attractions. Yeah. Yeah. Loads of rich houses and you know manors and a load of growth and economic development. But then you've got the north of the borough, which is some of the most deprived wards in the whole yeah, of the London, UK. Yeah. And a lot of the people that access the opportunities in central London aren't necessarily like from central London. They're from all over the world, all over the EU, from you know all the rest of the UK. So there's a much bigger push to try and give local opportunities to local people, which is really cool. Yeah, trying trying to close the gap. Yeah. Not that it would ever get that closed in Westminster, but yeah. Mm. So, so who, who have you got to interview? Yeah. Uh, so I'm meeting this woman called Diana from um, this organisation called Five Bogota. Five. Five Bogota. Yeah. So um, I don't fully know what it involves, but it's about connecting local people. Um, and tourists to local experiences. So when tourists come and see Colombia, um, and they might do the typical things, but then uh, this this business connects. So they'll they'll do like cooking classes with them with tourists, or um, provide a bit of like family history and just start to change people's perceptions, I guess, of Colombia, like uh, an alternative tourist attraction, I guess. Um, and then yesterday I went on, do you know the graffiti tour? I've, I've heard of it, I haven't. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I went on the graffiti walking tour and all of the donations from that go towards supporting like local artists. Do who, they really? I didn't Yeah, so local artists who want to kind of break into the art scene, they'll provide paint supplies and then arrange projects that they could um, get involved in. So graffiti is not, not, not illegal anymore, um, but it's still can be quite difficult to kind of get permission for certain projects and they kind of act as a facilitator so that kind of up-and-coming young artists can go and express themselves and, and get support from the government of being on the wrong side of the people. Which is pretty cool. Do you know about Selena? The hostel? Yeah, like... What they do? Yeah. Uh, no, not, I know they've got hostels kind of all over the world now. Yeah, they're huge. 
but uh, like, see, this is why they're them, what they're missing. Mm. Uh, like they have a give back program, so their staff every month they they give like I think two percent of their time to like local projects. That's cool. Because they, they come in and make this like grand, grand thing yeah. like in local towns. And they got a bit, they got a bit of stick in certain towns before. That I'm not too sure. Which, I can't really remember. But like the whole thing about like foreigners coming in to make a business is that what's the local benefits? So they they employ all local people, okay. which is one of the things. But they do local, like they call it Selena Gibbard. Okay. And, uh, they, uh, like, I don't know in Bogota actually, but they do have it because I, I asked at the reception, they said they can introduce me. But I've I spoken to them like in Costa Rica, uh, in Medellin, Colombia, and we helped in Costa Rica actually in Tamarindo, like doing surfing and stuff. And uh, yeah, so like they do do good stuff, but they yeah. don't market it. Like, it's with yeah. guests as well. Like, they it's, should, it's they should market practice. that. Like, mm. We do a lot of volunteering, mm. which I can tell you about later, which is another thing. Uh, but they, like, I know that a lot of backpackers, travellers, whatever you want to call them, they yeah. would love to, like, definitely. Out, but they never market it. I don't even, I don't know if it's like just to tick, tick a box of like a big company to say we do this, yeah. like, social responsibility. What, um, where was it founded? What, where is it registered? So the, the company. Yeah, I don't know, but it, I know it's Israeli guys who own it okay. and they made their money in real estate. So they have money behind it. Like, if you go yeah. to another Selena, like they're all like this. And, it's, uh, yeah. So I think it, I, like it started in Panama. I think the first one was in Panama. But it, it did start in Latin America. But now I, I just saw on the screen out there, they're opening one in New York. Really? Yeah. And I've spoken to people from Selena and they say, yeah, we want to open in London. Okay. And stuff like that. So. But like, there's such a different culture everywhere. They need to, yeah. like every hostel really, they, you need to try and like fit that place rather than be it. Like, a bit of a Yeah, I did actually wonder about that when I first came here because it is such a big, big building that, I don't know, it just almost seems like, it does kind of fit in from the outside, but just kind of plonking this in, in the middle of Colombia and kind of what impact that had on kind of local people and whether well, local know, people like the tourism and like that it's bringing more people in or if they get a bit annoyed with the business side. To be fair, in this district, it's, it's quite all hostels yeah. in the city. I don't think there would have been that much sort of... There's another Selena there in Bogota. Yeah, we uh, saw that today. I, I haven't been there now. Yeah, I think it's North Bogota maybe. Yeah. But Selena, they never, they never like... like modify or they never build they just take the building as it is and work with it okay so that's one of their like that's cool yeah i saw the screens had little things showing about how they put it together and how they get um, kind of artists in yeah that's cool so yeah you should i don't know if anyone here you almost need to talk to like uh, something more senior. Who yeah. I, who I might be able to be in touch with. That would be good. I'm going to hopefully go to, there's a social innovation park uh, that someone's put me in contact with. Um, just trying to arrange visits at the moment. Um, Are you going to stay in Bogota? Are you like, going to see, like, try and do Bogota, like, get as many contacts and learn as much as possible and then go to somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, I haven't come solely just to do business and research, I've come to travel and have fun, so 
I've kind of spent a few days and I was with a friend earlier and we kind of did the kind of tourist and stuff, yeah. went out, had fun and then I've said to her I'll, I'll meet you maybe in the north in a few days time. I just spend the next few days here but I'm hoping to spend maybe two weeks in Medellin because I think there'll be quite a lot going on there. Yeah, when are you going um, Probably about two weeks time. I think I'm going to go up to the north first. So, um, yeah, Catania and Minka, which is quite nice. And then head to Medellin after that. Yeah. So, like in Medellin, kind of long story short, we, we stayed there for like six weeks working in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So, because it was like famous for the drugs and stuff. So like, well, actually, that's not because. Because we've we done a lot of volunteering on our travels in the past year. We were there for like, let's do some volunteering. And we asked people, asked people. We got the, we were helping coach the football team, you know, Community 13, which is one of the tours you'll probably do there. Okay. Because it's like an infamous, like, drug area. Yeah. Like, they, they, they tried to turn it around and everything. But the, uh, we're going to be going back there, like, maybe next week or the week after. Okay. Because like, to go and like help avoid the kids and stuff again. Yeah. And uh, we got 15 boxes of football clothes and equipment to get shipped over from London. That's so cool. Where'd you get that from? So we just like put the word out. Yeah. When we're back home. Like any donations of our football things. Like, okay. We live in Essex. It's football mad. Yeah. People so get new kits every season. Yeah. Like, they're wealthy enough to do it. So like, I was getting deliveries to my house every day. Like, That's so, now, so good. Like, 15 boxes in my garage. Yeah. Like, we had to turn down deliveries in the end. How easy is it to get it shipped from Essex well, to here? Oh, so luckily Jimbo there, I mean, he, uh, like, he's got contacts and they're doing it for free because it's like a charitable thing, which is like a touch. Yeah. But we did raise some money uh -huh. that we spent a bit on, we've saved it for the shipping because we had so much. Yeah. So like we still save that contingency, but if not, then we're going to buy some stuff here that we can give to yeah. so, uh, Can I come visit that then? Yeah, so that's what I was going to say, yeah, yeah. definitely. And I can, yeah, I can put you in touch with this lady. <laughs> that would be amazing. Kata, who runs like an NGO. Okay. I don't know if she'd be much value to you, to be honest. I, I just want to hear about stuff that's yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah, if you're interested in stuff, like, yeah. it seems like last year was interesting. But, like, she was an engineer, mm -hmm. and then she quit her job, went to travel and volunteer in like, Cambodia, I think. Okay. And then set up her own charity to like, help volunteers uh, connect with opportunities. So a bit of an agency, but yeah. on a charitable Yeah. Um, more charitable side so like we're trying to help her as well okay like so for example if you wanted to volunteer I would put you in touch with her rather than like the people I know in the community yeah not that like I'm saving like her skin on it but like it's just it, it gives her if you work in it for a couple of weeks and that's like another reference for her to mm. work on the website and stuff like that but um yeah 100% uh yeah I'm trying to where are you going to go to South America yeah yeah, so I'm thinking about a month in Colombia, um, about a month, maybe a bit less in Ecuador, and then I'm actually flying across to Rio because we've got a few friends coming over for Carnival. So beginning uh, of March, yeah, and then they'll head back because they're just coming out for a holiday, and I don't really know where I'm going to go after that. I'm thinking potentially 
I might come back to Peru or Bolivia or maybe go down to Argentina, but I'm just going to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll come across opportunity. Yeah. Like and you could stay in Medellin longer now because you met me yeah. in the bar. Yeah. Like, so that's the same thing happening. I know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to book too much. Other than Carnival, I haven't got kind of anything planned. Um, but I've got vague ideas of, like, areas I want to go to. So, so on the social enterprise front, yeah, a great time because uh, so like, like this is, you can't be awkward here because this is for the greater good for the great people. Okay. But you know what a moon cup is? A diva yeah, cup. yeah, yeah. Do you use it? Um, I actually intended to, and then just didn't get round to getting one before. Um, but I actually met a. Um, a really cool young woman who set up a business similar to Moonco. Um, she's called Bryony. She's like a, she was like a 15 year old when she started her business, and um, she does it all. And she um, is basically a social enterprise now because the profits go towards sending some of those um, some of the products out to Africa. Um, so yeah, I really like the well, kind of idea of it. Uh, where is she from? She's from. Um, I think she was a. I think she's from London. I oh, asked. Yes, okay, so she's like English. Yeah, yeah, she's English. I asked her to come. I organised a women in enterprise event back home, um, and I got kind of key women in. Um, some of them were social entrepreneurs. Some of them were just businesswomen to come and speak to a panel of young people to hopefully inspire them. And she was one of the panelists. Um, but she's so cool because she she has. Uh, I think it's Lyme's disease, and she meant she couldn't go to school, so she basically bedridden. But she started this business from her bed when she was fourteen. And then she's like now 21 and she's just so successful and so impressive and still just like does so much cool stuff. And I'm like five years older, like what have I done yet? Yeah, but don't um, pay yourself. Well, yeah, exactly. It's your own race. You yeah. went to school and did you go to uni? Yeah, I went yeah, to uni. So she did do that. So yeah. Like, um, but no, she's really cool. But she kind of introduced me more to um, those products and I was like, I need to get on this. Anyway, what, what was your original reason for bringing that up? So, so Carl is very short. One of our friends has written to like a moon cup CEO because she was like, why don't you do something similar to like Tom's? You know the shoes, yeah, like, buy money, donate money. And basically, blah blah blah. She's like in talks, and I've just like asked women like they know what it is and stuff. And there's just like 25% of girls in the UK suffer from period poverty. Yeah, I know. So they miss school there. God knows what it's like in the other place. It's massive, it's massive. So can't look long story short, our friend, she's going to India to volunteer. Like, anyway. She's, like, going to try and, like, she just wants to get something going. Like, if she can be a link there for, like, moon cup to send things, or, like, just a helpful link. But every country you go to, there's different taboos over, like, girls on their area using things like that, whatever else goes on. But, like yesterday, she was in a hostel in America. She texted me and said, oh, I'm sitting next to a guy, he just said he manufactures such products. So, like, we were buzzing yesterday. That's crazy. He said it costs like 50p to manufacture. Was, like, what's the name of that, your friend? Um, so, the business is called Precious Stars. So, I could put you in contact with her if you wanted. Yeah, definitely. I mean, she's a lot smaller than, like, Moon Cup CEO would be. But she don't, the Moon Cup was saying they don't donate, they'll do the education okay. for free. Right, but they won't donate their products. Yeah, they need funding. Like, okay. I think they're for-profit companies, so yeah. they, they might have a spell of don't. They might donate, mm. 
like 500 at some point in their next 10 years or in their next every right. year, but they don't like have that program yeah. where like one gets bought or one gets donated. Mm. How of talking? Though. Because that'd be that's because then I'm because we've done a lot of stuff helping like less privileged over here, mm. and our friend knows that because we met her in Panama anyway. She uh, she's like well like if we could if she could do something in India, then like we would have contacts in Colombia and then like we're travelling around South America. Mm. Like you, you never know. And obviously there's criteria. You can't just make up a few cups. Like get a few cups and get girls because education is the key yeah. and being able to afford it initially if you can't get donated but like of course there's loads of things but like I mean if it was easy everybody would do it yeah for sure but yeah you need to link up with I guess organisations that are already doing the education part of it and then yeah, see yeah. if you can get well, that there are actually loads of suppliers of these cups mm. probably because they're for profit and you can make them cheap in, yeah. in the Far East and uh, so like fair play to me, so it's a market. Mm. But like I think they, well I don't know, but a lot of them work with feminist groups or female hygiene groups, whatever the hell I call it. Yeah. I'm still learning the terminology here. So yeah. No, I I used to kind of work with this charity um, called Child.org. They're quite a small charity, but they're really cool. They kind of are rethinking the way charity works and are a lot more focused on social enterprise, so rely less on funding and donations, but more on creating a few different businesses that generate their income. Um, but they do loads of projects all across Africa, and they don't they do kind of holistic projects. They go into the community, look at all the different things that might be impacting or creating barriers, and then like tailor make a, a program that would address all of those issues, and then do loads of evaluation and everything behind it. They're just basically how charities should operate I think um, and they do loads of health programs so it, it doesn't involve just kind of going in and lecturing it kind of involves you know teaching um, the teachers in the school balanced diets and then creating a lot enabling uh, parents to like send their kids to school early to have breakfast and like you know just combining so yeah, many different things such basic stuff yeah but it's it's just this idea that it's not going to be one factor it's going to have to be a combination of things um, but their health programs they could easily like you know introduce things like their moon cups and alongside all of the education and find out the barriers as to what might stop um, people taking up the products or what might be the issues behind it and then once you kind of get that sorted everything falls into place but they What's only operate child.org child. Child. yeah they're really good they only operate where at the moment they're only working in Africa but they're still quite a young charity so I, I think they plan to expand Actually, I listened to a podcast once, and this guy, he's actually, do you know Dreams, the, the sofa or bed? Yeah. It was him. Okay. Like, he was being interviewed. Mm-hmm. It was like a business podcast, and he, uh, like, he was saying that he, he sold it for, like, 200 million or something. He was like, I don't know what to do with it. And he set up a charity, which a lot of people do when, when yeah. they're, like, bigger or whatever. But uh, he was saying, why do people start charities? Like, it's because they want to put their name on it. Mm. So like, if you look at 
like, no, loads of business players, loads of sports stars, they have their name on the charity. It's yeah. Like, and obviously the name draws people, draws money and draws people into his awareness. But I think he started the charity, which I think he still put his name on, I'm not sure, but it was like to collate charities, like to work together. So like if you've got, okay. if you've got five different charities working to like provide movie mm. like if you, if you put all their mutual resources together, mm-hmm. Like you're gonna, it'll work better, wouldn't it? Like yeah. Efficient, so. Yeah. Um, That's kind of similar to, like, long term. I'd quite like to be able to create a network of social enterprises where you've got people doing similar things that can kind of find out what works in other areas and get yeah. advice and kind of connect everyone together. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. People love communities as well. Yeah. Good chat. Well done for asking where we're from. What's your name? Charlotte. Charlotte. I'm Damon. 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 Nice to meet you, Damon. Are you staying here then? We leave here on Wednesday. But you're staying in Selena? Yeah, yeah. Can I get your number? Yeah. That's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode. It's only a short episode today. But I just want to show show you the value of just talking to people in the hostel, the interesting people you can meet and and the interesting conversations you can have and hopefully contribute more to their life, add them some value. Maybe you can learn something as well. And uh, in this case, me and Charlotte shared some contacts that hopefully will help other people as well. So share this with anyone who who you think might get some value from this whether it's somebody who's interested in ending period poverty or social enterprises anywhere in the world or in London. And if you have time, please leave a comment on iTunes, Spotify or Stitcher, whatever you use. The comments can really help us and share it on your social media. Thanks, guys. Have a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. Pura vida. Gracias. Adios.